0: You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by the dentist, DeMar Smith Jr., the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac?
1: Dennis should not be a New York Nick. He should be a Dallas Maverick. No. It's destiny.
0: It's destiny. LeBron is
1: what I don't care what LeBron says. Even though it's super cool. That was, that was a super cool um, – anytime somebody like LeBron – and says a comment like that about Dennis, then it is. Um, much respect.
0: So if you guys didn't hear LeBron James, this was a <laughs> Bleach Report sent this. It says LeBron rips the Knicks. Like, okay, whatever.
1: But did they did they really say that?
0: That's what it says. It says Bleach Report, LeBron rips the Knicks. This is okay. his quote. He said that LeBron doesn't know why New York didn't draft Dennis Smith Junior. He should be a Nick. I was Ooh. in quotes. He should be a Nick. Uh, no, I am a Nick. There are other people that are Nicks. Uh, Frank Tilakina is a Nick. Porzingis. Oh is my a gosh. Knick. No, it's fine. Dennis Jr. I, is exactly where he needs to be.
1: And I like that. He called him. He's a diamond in the rough and Dallas found yeah, it, that f- cool. found, found a diamond in the rough. And he continued to praise him with the, the statement after that. I think, uh, the official NBA account, uh, tweeted out the video of it. Also, if, uh, you've yet to see it. So, but it it's um it's a cool statement by LeBron to say that about Dennis. He's obviously been a fan. He tweeted out from his personal Twitter earlier, um, what this fall I think he tweeted out a, pit, a picture of uh of Dennis, um, uh, back in like when when they first met and now so Dennis
0: was tiny.
1: Yeah, so a super cool moment and uh you know Dennis will value that for sure and Dallas has something and man we saw it tonight.
0: We definitely saw it tonight. And Isaac and I tried to—we're trying something new. So we we did a rapid reaction where we are literally walking back to our cars. We're exiting the AAC and we're walking back to our cars, (laughs) and uh, a lot there's a lot of time spent on the sidewalks as you know, right in front of the parking lot where our cars were. So this is this you know it doesn't take us 15 minutes to walk back to to our cars, (laughs) but uh, let's listen to Isaac and I as our rapid reaction, literally right after the game, right as soon as we leave the stadium. Welcome to the Locked On Mavericks podcast, the instant reaction portion of this podcast. Isaac and I are walking back from the AAC right now. We're going down the steps of victory. If you guys know where those are, you can hear the trumpet, dude. Where's our saxophone friend? I don't know, but that trumpet got replaced. Playing
1: like set. It's like the low-key sad music to all the fans walking out to a loss. Actually, no. It's the embodiment. because most of the fans were Cavs.
0: <laughs> the embodiment of what all Mavs fans feel right, right this now. This kid right here in a LeBron jersey. There. See, were, he thinks he can we can't. There yeah. were so many You're horrible Cavs fans there tonight. It was yeah. overwhelming how many Cavs fans were there tonight. Yeah. I when, mean,
1: when LeBron dunked it in the fourth, that was probably one of the last of all season. seriously, like when even considering like Dennis dunked.
0: even when Dennis dunked and put them up, like that was late too. That was a, that was really late when they did that. But man, <laughs> just is that You think this is all LeBron? Like, people just all come and want to see LeBron? Yeah. I can't imagine just people are now Cavs fans. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just because it's... It's LeBron uh, for sure. I mean, there wasn't... He still has so much pull.
1: There wasn't an the amount of game, fans pre-game for as the Warriors. That's true. That's but so true. Still, LeBron is just a whole new world. Don't you dare close world. your eyes. <laughs> um, he is. He's a whole different world with with fans and his fans... Travel. Bye. Bye.
0: Uh, the uh, concierge at the, at the W almost ran into Isaac. Yeah, just walked out. Hi. Just walking out. Um, Look where he's going.
1: But yeah, LeBron has his own fan base and it's massive and he's only the greatest end play. To,
0: to me, I don't know. Like, it's still fun to see LeBron, but I just feel like he's been around for so long. This is, this is like his 15th year, right? He's been around 14th or 15th, something like that. He has been around so long. I still can't believe just how many people will come out to see him. But I guess that's the you know you only get to see him once a year so.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's just one of those things like even my, I mean my dad I was talking to my dad the other day, lives in Kentucky. and He's like man I think I'm gonna try to come down sometime and watch LeBron. And like <laughs> he doesn't like LeBron at all but it's the you can say you know ten years from now I watch LeBron James play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like Dirk I and mean, Kobe. Dirk's gonna there yeah Kobe. Yeah. And,
0: and soon Lonzo Ball.
1: I'm just kidding. And soon Dennis Smith Jr. You down this road. De-
0: <laughs> Dennis with- I don't think I would die if I got hit by any of these cars. They're going so slow right now. No,
1: but if they knew your the ball fan would speed up.
0: <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr., man. He was a man tonight.
1: His fourth quarter, man. I mean, literally, I tweeted out, I feel like a dad watching my kid grow up. <laughs> like, he, uh, we were all just watching him take, just grow up before our
0: eyes and take the big shots, drive the basket, insane. Make good, de- make pretty good decisions, except for that drive when he drove. How you doing? What up? When he drove and uh, LeBron swatted him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> eventually, kind of... eventually, he's gonna have to figure this out. But uh, I, I I searched his stats before the Wizards game, and he was making about fifty percent of his fifty percent of his buckets at, um, at the percent uh, of his buckets at the rim. He was making them, and, and then. Like 50% of his misses were blocks. So nice. if he like, so if he can figure out how to, you know, not get blocked like, like an Isaiah Thomas does, you know, like Kyrie can has really figured out how to not get blocked. And even Barnes is I feel like has figured out how to not get blocked as much. Use his body, you yeah. know, control like that. That's something I think he can really figure out and, and clean that up. Yeah, but I feel like if he didn't clean it up, mm-hmm. he'd get more free throws, and therefore he would be the greatest ever. would he have more free throws? But would he make those free throws? <laughs>
1: No, the the free throws thing was was interesting. It's uh, like he had some drives and uh, and it's like one of these drives was crazy. Like he went right in and he scored, but he didn't get a foul call. I'm like it goes back to, to, our some, people, yeah, to some people, yeah, there's some people's like, "Oh, he should have oh, contoured his body thing. more to get a free throw." But
0: Yeah, it, will it, go- go- it goes back to our conversation we had when Dennis was, you know, complaining like, "I want my call," you know? Like yeah. and some of that is just him being a rookie, which is dumb. We already we already talked a whole bunch about that. He did but, look like a rookie tonight. He did not, man. He was up to every single moment. He was there. He was ready. He was. He was ready to go. Uh, and how about vintage Dirk hitting that three? Madison oh Moneyball God. tweeted out. They said Dirk from Oak Cliff. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> pretty much.
1: That was straight up like Steph hurry range. The and then it was just a perfect trailing three. Dirk came down, went across the top of the key, under like underhand, scooped it back. To dark. you're like, no way. He yeah, pulls up, like, it, it was vintage Dirk, shot the ball really well tonight too. He did. And was, I mean, top three game at American oh, Airlines Center this year. Oh, so
0: top one. Yeah, I can't. I don't know a better one, especially since it's LeBron.
1: So, heck of a game. I mean, you look at it from Cleveland's perspective as far as <laughs> you know, their... People talking about them struggling and stuff, but I mean, even tonight when you look at it, I mean, Cleveland didn't have Tristan Thompson, no Derek Rose. Yeah, well, well having mean, no Derek Rose is probably better for them. <laughs> man, Isaiah Thomas. I talked to Isaiah Thomas last year about Derek. but so I saw him last year, I saw him again this year, and the how small that man
0: is, <laughs> is unbelievable, and how good he can be. It's. It's amazing to me, like, growing up, to imagine an NBA player shorter than me. It was amazing first to imagine an NBA player younger than me. Yeah. And then now that that has happened, it is now shorter than me is weird. <laughs> and Isaiah Thomas is definitely shorter than me. Like, a lot shorter than oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so good. Like, he's not like Earl Boykin. He's so eh, good. Little, kind of shade on Earl Boykin. He was good. <laughs> Earl was good. He had staying power in the league, man. <laughs>
1: But, they, kept, uh, they, didn't
0: keep him, they didn't keep him around for no reason.
1: Hey, my curse on Dwayne Wade wasn't a curse. The curse so, on
0: Dwayne Wade was exactly yeah. right. It worked. We'll get into that story at a different time. I just wanted to do an instant reaction on the, the game as we walk back to our cars here. Harrison Barnes. <sighs> I thought he was local, going to get 30. A local media, a, the son of a local media personality today was complaining to me that, that Harrison Barnes doesn't hit clutch shots. Uh, that is completely false, he does, he really does.
1: And Which I cited, uh, his Clippers game from last year, he hit a game-winning shot, but, I mean once again,
0: uh, yeah,
1: I feel like sometimes we ask too much of it, and,
0: yeah, like if Harrison uh, Martin didn't hit that shot, then nothing would have happened, Yeah, you know, like,
1: I think you also saw the value of Wes at match that he's against tonight. Like, for people to see, for Gosh. people to watch this game tonight and say, I'm not talking about offensively, I'm talking about defensively, because there's still times where I'm like, Wes thinks that he can take people off the dribble still. Bro, yeah. there, you cannot take people off the dribble. So, you've got to stop. And he thinks he has mismatches. Sometimes there is no mismatches with Wes.
0: Well, his mismatches, he always t- tries to take him to the post. Yeah, and his post game is just not there. Well,
1: there's a couple of times where like, I think Love was switched on. Bro, you can't take Love off the dribble, not not at this point in your career.
0: Yeah, did you watch the Finals Game Seven of 2016?
1: Yeah, Dennis can, and Dennis did, no, but oh, now yeah. West. And but defensively, that's what I'm saying. Like we've talked about it on the pod, like teams would die for his intensity. And that man from the opening tip was in LeBron's grill, up in his body just everything the whole night and I mean LeBron still ended with a good stat line but
0: but if you if you hold LeBron 19 points you're doing yeah. something right you're definitely yeah. doing something right
1: and he forced it's not like there's a stop for you know LeBron stopper but like he forced LeBron into passing the ball they doubled LeBron some tonight too so they played a really good a really good game all overall I think Cleveland went up by like what 11 or 12 in like third quarter or something. And that's yeah, when Kevin Love it, had 29 points with like three minutes to go in the third. It seemed
0: like it was gonna go downhill real fast. And then the that lineup with Barnes, West, the, the Mega Hamster lineup, just a yeah. you know, clawed bag with Barnes, West. Barnes was at the five. West was at the four. Then you had I don't know, Yogi at the three, Yogi, JJ Dennis at the two, or something like Dennis that. at the one. I mean, it was that was a pretty crazy lineup. Devin uh, they, got they hurt Claude, tonight. Yeah, yeah Rick he's Clauses. likely gonna be out tomorrow.
1: He's not gonna play tomorrow for the most part. It's a chest injury. So we'll see. I think the only main storyline left is Nerlands.
0: Yeah man. After the game he was I mean, it seemed like he was trying to say all the right things.
1: Carlisle took questions on it. It was the very first question asked. Why did Nerland nerland has been well like zero minutes, never checked into the game tonight. Didn't I don't even um, know if he looked his way. I don't know man. New Orleans never even took off as a warm up and No. expect you know, if the Mavs pulled it off, it would have been one thing and won the game. But when you lose but and you're two and eleven, yeah. It's hard to justify not playing him and as far as from a fan base and even media. I mean, this is beyond fans at this point. Whatever we have ESPN reporters, local reporters asking questions. It's one of the first questions. After a loss, why did Nerlens not play?
0: People from other teams, like people that cover other teams, are asking me. And people that are fans of other teams now. Yeah. Like I have a friend; he's a Knicks fan, and he just texts me like, "Why is Nerlens not playing?" You know, like it's, it's just becoming the you know the big storyline. It's overshadowing Dennis. It's overshadowing Dirk, and this is this was a game that was just it's. It's sort of unexplainable. Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense why he didn't play because you saw the impact Salah had. And yeah. Nerlands could do the exact same thing.
1: And Rick brought up matchups again. And Rick said, you know, I, I didn't even, he'd be saying, I didn't even know if I could play any of my centers. Any tonight. centers, yeah. And so it's another matchup thing. And Doyle from Madison Moneyball asked Nerlands at the media scrum after a game, he was like, you know, what matchup is a good matchup for you? Because I feel yeah, like at this point, it's like, and Nerlens is like, I feel like I can match up with anybody. Like, well, like, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, he's gonna answer. Yeah, that he's question. gonna say that every
0: time. But uh, that's but, a question that we should ask Carlisle. alone.
1: Yeah, but like Rick. I don't know if you would answer. It. Rick, had, Rick said twice tonight, very plain and simple. You have to earn the minutes. And, and Salah earned the minutes. Is he, what he yeah, said. he said Salah has earned those minutes over Nerlens, and you know he just he just repeats. And he didn't make a, a comment tonight. He said there is no doghouse here. There is I no thought case. that was
0: interesting that he specified that because, <laughs> because it wasn't a question. No, that no. was not a question. It he was up. just why yeah. didn't you play Nerlens? He's like, there's no doghouse, so yeah. he went there. Yeah, he knows that that's going to be one of the things. So it it was sort of unexplainable why Nerlens didn't play tonight. And if you know, <laughs> but
1: and like Nick said, like Nerlens said all the right things. You know, yeah, he, or he was trying to. at he least. He was saying, "I'm just trying to try to get better. I'm going to root my team on. I'm going to." Stay ready whenever my number called. I'm gonna this and this and that. Um, something I didn't understand was when Rick said tonight. He's like, you know, it looks like Devin's not gonna to play tomorrow in Oklahoma City, so Nerlens could get some minutes.
0: I understand that. I, I completely understood why he said that because you have no other options at this point. I mean, yes, <laughs> been, he, he, he talked about how he's gonna, you know, Devin's out, he's gonna bring in Clavell, but at that's this what point, I'm saying. It, <laughs> I, I
1: expect Rick to play Clavell over Nerlens right now.
0: I mean, he played Maxi over him in the first. Yeah, quarter. I mean, if Maxi's gonna play
1: that. over him, then you, you know i am play over him. Yeah,
0: gosh, I just did not. I, I thought that they could. I thought that they could use a five in there. that could, or at least a guy they yeah. could switch on a lot of things.
1: Because that's the thing with Love and what Nick and I was talking about during the game. It's not like it was a boogie cousins. It wasn't somebody down low that was just pushing people around. Yeah. And, you know, this was a Kevin Love spot in the threes. And I mean, Love did get some boards tonight, but you would think that Nerlens does have a quickness to him that he could guard uh, somebody on the perimeter. But they obviously feel different, Carlisle, than them. So we'll see how long it lasts. We'll see how long it rolls. I will say this. Um,
0: before we move on before we move on from Neurlands, the choice to not play New Orleans tonight was a choice for the for them to try to match the Cavs for the Cavs. You know how yeah. we have all these all these people that are saying, Well, you know, teams are trying to match the Warriors with what they do, you know, yeah. like trying to match them playing small. And that doesn't work. And so what has worked, well that Thunder team in two thousand six the Thunder team with, with K D in two thousand sixteen when the guy is rocking over there. The Thunder team in 2016, they were so long and they were so big, they went the opposite way. Yeah. And they were able to take them to seven games and almost win that series and go to the finals instead of them. Yeah. But Carlisle tonight tried to go down, tried to go up to the Cavs level, you know, tried to play you know, the smaller guys, tried to, yeah. you know, match up with just them, you know, three them for three and yeah. all that stuff. And it just
1: – I don't – And and I'll say this, just, um, just off conversations and some people, I don't – I love Nerlens, but I don't think it's all on Rick. I think there are some things that Nerlens could be better at behind the scenes to earn a play. Interesting. So, you think it's an attitude thing? Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, I, I just don't... It's not all Rick. I'll say that. It's not all Rick. It's not all... I think there are some some things on his end um, that could be better, but it's things that, you know, we obviously don't see and stuff. But there's, all, there's stuff going on that we don't know about and for Nerland's not to play. so Yeah,
0: That's it. There's, I, always, I, I blame, there's always going to be stuff. Like I blame
1: – yeah, you know, it is Rick's decision. It doesn't make sense and yeah, at, all this he, different stuff. <laughs> but I think there is a, a small, small portion of it that – there are you know at the end
0: of the day it says dnp cd coach's decision you know like i joked during the game that it was dnp jc did not play just cuz you know like (laughs) i I joked that that was but at the end of the day it really is coach's decision and he made a decision he wanted to play a certain way it it worked i would say that it worked when when you said that you know it's one thing to bench new Orleans and not win i thought totally fine you're a two and eleven team you're two and ten team and you're coming in playing lebron james and you know yeah. LeBron can win any, single, any game that he you know, suits up for. And if you play them that close, then I think it was a success. I thought it was a success. I, mean, I don't a, want to take this game as like, you know, yeah, this is yeah. a failure for the Mavericks. It, it's fun and great, but my, like, my thought process. Not even fun. I thought it was, I thought know, it was, it was progress.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was progress for sure. I think my only mindset with it is like if we're going to be a bad team, I want a oh, yeah. 22-year-old Nerlens playing over Salah 30. Even though Salah might be better, you know, like yeah. And you get into some situation like, what if Utah still had like Boris Diao and they sucked and they're playing Boris Diao. The over scout in front
0: of me was looking up Boris Diao stats and like, what is he playing in the Europe, the European League? Boris here? had a, a He was game, looking up Games stats like, today. I thought that was <laughs> funny.
1: Uh, you know, I saw it yesterday and I thought about it because we joked
0: about it. Barbosa signed for a team in Brazil. Oh, he did? Yeah, just like Dang. the other day. So it was funny. We did talk about him. So there we go. That's a rapid reaction. We'll see if we like this. We'll see if this is something we keep we'll doing. We'll see how it turns out audible-wise. Yeah, we'll see how the audio is. Uh, but let's throw it back to ourselves to back, in our, our back in our home studios. in our home studios. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our rapid reaction to the game. Now that we've had, you know, about an hour or so to, to think about it, do you have any more thoughts after we, you know, gave our rapid reaction? No,
1: not really. I mean, it was a fun, fun game. Just um just being there, just the crowd and everything there and just seeing Dennis. I mean, I think I think that's the biggest takeaway from it, just seeing um Dallas was going to to him down the stretch. Yeah, you know, I know he had a spin move there on think Jeff Green or somebody that was just nasty. He hit a big time three. Even the 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 chase down we saw the Patton just the classic <laughs> LeBron chase down block yeah. on him, and then the very next play, you know Dallas stole the ball, gave it to him, and he you know he dunked it on the fast break, and he just you know I think Carlos said after game you know Dennis Smith's not going to give up, he's not going to back down from anybody. So that was awesome. Uh, yeah, just love love that about Dennis, and I think that's just the biggest takeaway of the night. Really,
0: one thing I wanted to emphasize, I mentioned it, you know, shortly, and our rapid reaction was, "Where are the Wesley Matthews haters? Where are you? Because last time I called you out, you didn't you didn't come out of the woodwork, and uh, I'm calling you out again because his defense on LeBron was massive tonight.
1: Yeah, man, defense. He was up in his grill the whole time, and just. Carlisle praised it after the game too. I'm pretty sure. I think he did. Yeah. Um, one of the
0: biggest praises from Carlisle is when you ask him a question about a player and he just like puts his hand up in the air and like kind of just makes like a, a motion where he goes, uh. you know, like like what else, yeah. do you, what do you say about a guy that has done something so good tonight? And he did that for, for Wesley Matthews tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean my only thing we talked about in the rapid reaction as far as just him offensively sometimes just tries to do a little too much. Yeah. when he puts the ball on the court.
0: Yeah, and he didn't have a he didn't have a great night offensively. I mean, 6 points, 12 or, uh 12 points, 6 assists, but he was only 3 of 13 from the field, 2 of 9 from 3. So didn't have a great game on, the, you know, offensively, but this is why you got to watch the games. He also had 5 fouls. So you watch the you know, you just look at the box score, you say, "Well, that guy didn't have a great game, but he did for what he was doing for uh, holding yeah. LeBron to 19 points, only four assists for LeBron too. That is underrated because LeBron is a guy that he can rack up assists really fast, especially the assists that LeBron gets counted for because sometimes they're passes that the other player, the player makes a move and they can still give him an assist for it. But yeah,
1: normally if LeBron's not going to have a, you know, 27 to 35 point game, uh, if he, if he's below that, it's normally like a triple double line you know right he has like yeah thir- 13 assists or something like that and the fact that he didn't score over 20 and didn't have above five assists um it's you can't really ask for much better garden lebron
0: you cannot you cannot all right so speaking of lebron his best friend and you had a a conversation today uh you wrote about it on the smoking cuban it was interesting uh what did you ask Dwayne Wade when you walked into the Cavs, you know, the away locker room today? So
1: we had the media thing, media availability after the pregame shoot around this morning happens before every um, game on game day, usually about ten, eleven, somewhere through there. Uh, I'm waiting outside the, you know, the, I keep on wanting to say the heat and it like literally drives <laughs> me nuts. I'm waiting outside <laughs> Cleveland's, I know, like literally. If James I've tried, Jones
0: uh, walks out of there, then you'll know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, wait inside the you know, the Cavs locker room, Ty, Ty Lue just finished talking, and they're like, hey, LeBron's coming out. He's going to talk to you guys. I didn't really care about talking to LeBron. I talked to LeBron last year about Dirk, and I was like, okay, cool. And everybody was there. And so I asked their PR guys, like, hey, is the locker room open? You know, I was wanting to talk to Wade. And I had this idea, like I was wanting to talk to Wade. I was going to do a bigger story about just the finals and all this different stuff. And he's like, yeah, you can go in. So I go in. Isaiah Thomas is in the first locker on the left. Almost all of them are on their phones. Shumpert's singing this rap song that he has his headphones.
0: Question, does does Iman Shumpert want to be a rapper more than he wants to be a basketball player?
1: That could be a true statement. (laughs) Because... Like when he walked into the arena, he was singing out loud. In the locker room he was. Even on the court pregame, he had headphones in singing out loud, like singing to himself. So he's constantly in the game. But anyway, looking around the locker room, Jeff Green. Pretty much all the players are sitting at their locker on their phones or talking to each other. And granted, there's only like a couple uh, reporters in there. And on the other side is like Kyle Corver. Wade, my, my Jay brother. Crowder, <laughs> your brother. <laughs> my brother, Kyle Corver.
0: Um, gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's your boy. And so there's all these people around, all these people on this are players on that half of the locker room. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess if I'm going to talk to Wade, then I just need to go over in the middle of all of them and say, hey, bro, can I get some questions? So I walk over there, I shake Jay Crowder's hand first, and I say, hey, you know, welcome back to Dallas. Always good to see you back. And he was super cool. He's like, man, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. So then I shake hands with Wade and I was like, "Hey man, my name's Isaac. Um so can I get a few questions?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Well, there's an empty seat beside Wade. And <laughs> I sat uh, every I every set the locker seat.
0: has every locker has like a desk chair sort of in front of it. It has you know one of those like high-backed like black office rolly chairs in front of it. Yeah. And every So I set home and away.
1: I sat in I sat in the chair and I have my recorder and I'm talking to Wade. And so I said, hey, I'm going to ask you a few questions about the finals. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. So first question, I said, 2006, 2011, which one do you think about first when you walk in here? And he was like, man, of course, 2006. And, you know, immediately says that. And because just background real quick, Wade played the Mavericks, 2006, 2011 in the finals. Him and Shaq beat the Mavericks in two thousand and six, the Heat did in six games. That's when that's when Wade shot ninety seven free throws in six games. <laughs> and it was a big controversy, all this stuff with Cuban, everybody. And then obviously in two thousand eleven the Mavericks beat Wade and LeBron. My very next question I said, Do you remember how many free throws you attempted in that series? In the two thousand six series. I knew it was ninety seven. And I know he knew, probably. I just wanted to know if he remembered to see what he says. He looks at me and says, nah, uh, nah, I don't. You know, there's a lot, though. And thought he was just going to leave it at that. He could have just said yes, could have just said no. But then it's like he thought about it for a second, and then he continued. And I'm just, I'm just reading it, quote, for quote. He says, why are you asking about my free throws? What are you trying to get some controversy going? Why are you asking me about my free throws? At this point, I say, hey, like, I'm just asking you a question. As I'm saying that, LeBron walks over, (laughs) and I'm sitting in LeBron's chair. So the empty chair was obviously LeBron's because he was outside talking to the media. He walks in, looks at me, does this, like, smirk, sticks his thumb up, and says, up. And I'm like, oh, crap. In my mind, I'm thinking I'm sitting on the freaking king's throne, except he's not (laughs) a freaking king. But I'm like, oh, crap, I'm sitting in his chair. So at this point, I say, hey, sorry, my bad. I'm starting to get up. He goes, yeah, get up. Like, just super quick, super, like, you know, he wasn't forceful about it or nothing like that. But he was just like, yeah, get up. And I'm just like, I stand up. At that point, I'm thinking in my head like, all right, bro, you could have been a little bit nicer about it. But whatever, you know, I know I'm just a tiny little media guy to you. (laughs) So I stand up. (laughs) He sits down. Wade, (laughs) Wade says, that's when he responds about something with his free throw. And LeBron Or no, LeBron Hicks and he says, what's he asking you about? Wade leans over and asks him and says, uh, he's asking about 2006 when I was on the free throw line a lot. LeBron shakes his head. He has his headphones in. He looks directly at me and says, you're still talking about that SHIT? I'm like, the freak's going on. Now they're going to double team me. And I'm like at this point I'm like hey man like I'm just asking a question it's a yes you know it's a yes or no question I, I, I just asked if he remembered how many free throws he shot in that series and then Wade says you still you still believe I didn't get fouled as much as I did like he's asking me <laughs> if I if I still believe first of all I didn't even say if I believe it you don't even know if I'm a mass fan or not I'm just asking a dang question like you don't know like if, I could I could have asked that question a thousand different ways I could, you know, like I would understand his reaction if I said, "What do you think about people saying it's rigged because you shot so many free throws?" Or what about specific times that you know different situations, like you shouldn't have shot free throws because you didn't get fouled? Like if I was a you know a jerk about it like that, I could have been, but I didn't. It was a yes/no question. So that's when I responded, "I hey man, it's just a question on if you remembered." He said. So at that point, he was kind of done with the question. He said, "Nope, that was a long time ago." And then he asked me, well, how many did I shoot? And I said, you know, 96, 97, somewhere through there. And I knew it was 97. I was just saying it. And the way it goes, I earned them all. And that was that. After that, I I asked him more questions about, you know, just walking into the arena, whatever, talking about a few things, memories about different things with the court and stuff, and I asked him about Dirk, and he gave me some good stuff about Dirk and just playing against one of the greatest of all time. And I gave him a cross for that. He said Dirk was one of the – for somebody in Dirk that single-handedly, you know, kept him from getting another ring, he spoke really highly of him and stuff. So I yeah. gave him that. But that was my situation, man. I felt I felt kind of weird. You know, he obviously got upset. It struck a chord with him, obviously. And, I, you know, I think out lot of, you know, it's something that he doesn't like hearing about, something that – He's obviously heard about a ton in his life where maybe people has credited his ring to these free throws and Mavs fans for sure. And, uh, he probably, I guess he doesn't like it. He took exception to it today. And, uh, it was funny just hearing LeBron of, you know, it's just funny because there's obviously something there because how he first responded is like, Oh no, like it was no big deal. No, I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) And then what proceeded afterwards to it? He knew every every bit it was 97. Um, and just seeing that he was very uh frustrated, I guess. But and then it was and then I was kind of a laughing stock to some other reporters because I told them what happened. They're like, You really ask him about those free throws? Because everybody knows about that. It was the biggest deal ever. Like, especially Mavs fans, we know, like there's no reason in the world he should have shot ninety seven free throws. He shot like twenty four free throws in like game six or five or whatever. Gosh. So anyway. I sat in LeBron's seat, and I, and I pissed Wade off, so there you go, Mavs fans.
0: And uh, Wade, in turn, went 0 for 5 tonight from the field. So.
1: That, bro, that bro's washed, man. He, he's done. Like
0: Wade, my fam- Wade was 3 or 4 from the free throw line, though, so I'll give him that.
1: Ooh. Yeah, With two that fouls went- that were
0: not fouls.
1: When he got barely tripped by Dwight and then he stuck his arms out like the he was diving in the first place. Superman face. into the first row. It- <laughs> Come on, bro. Like Gosh. you're still living that up, man. But I no.
0: think I think I would be annoyed too if I was getting that question again, especially the connotation coming from a, a guy in a Dallas, you know, a Dallas reporter, you know, guy that, you know, comes in and you know, you have no idea where he's coming from. You don't know what his follow-up is going to be. You're expecting that there's going to be a follow-up. You're expecting that there's going to be like some story written about you that says, "You know, like, oh, Dwayne Wade finally says that he didn't deserve the free throws, or Dwayne Wade, you know, <laughs> insinuates yeah. he didn't, you know, deserve the free throws in 6 And that's, I mean, it's been 11 years since that finals, and I'm sure he hears anytime that finals is brought up, that's the one thing he's brought up is the you know, there, there was a there safe was. It's route like, he could have taken it's it. like winning the presidency but you didn't win the popular vote like you know with what was and we it? ever had that before what oh yeah <laughs> george w bush and now trump you know and i'm sure there's a bunch of others but those are the ones that i can remember that uh you know they didn't win the popular and they ended up winning the presidency like anytime your election is brought up they'll say but you didn't win the popular vote you know like he won the 0-6 yeah. finals, but you you shot all those free throws and you didn't deserve all of them and all that stuff. Like I can just imagine that being frustrating <laughs> to hear all the time. Uh, but yeah, Dwayne Wade, man. If his play tonight was any indication of how he's going to play the rest of the year, is not great. Now he's had some pretty good games so far this season, but uh, and he's been pretty good for them coming off the bench. But I just there love was the people t-
1: out there that were saying, "Oh my gosh, they got Wade." That they have a, a chance against Golden State. Though. Yeah, like, they're going to beat Golden State. Yeah, that's not. Please come on, man. Like, I mean, he he, he, he might, t- he, can... he, might it
0: it he might turn it on. He might turn it on the playoffs. Remember last year with the Bulls, he had some pretty good playoff games, and he always kind of turns it on in the playoffs. But I don't know. There was a couple times tonight that he just drove into the lane, and it just it didn't seem like he knew where he was going to go with it, and so he either had to like. Literally, he would drive in the lane and then just pick up the ball and jump and in the air have to make a decision what he was going to do with it. And so he got stuffed by Dwight Powell one time. That was a pass that he was going to send to the corner. Another time he drove into the lane and uh, he passed it to Channing Frye, who was supposed to be in the corner and wasn't there. (laughs) Like all this stuff. So My
1: favorite pass was his his attempt. Remember that play like a long time ago in Miami to where he got the rebound and he threw it like full court to LeBron it was like a full court alley-oop and LeBron laid it in. Yeah. And tonight he tried it and it it <laughs> failed. And it just, it was like everything it symbolized everything of like, bro, this ain't Miami anymore. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not five years ago. You know, D Wade, <laughs> that, that play ain't happening.
0: He's not. So there you go. That's our thoughts for the, the Mavs Cavaliers game. It was really fun. I, uh, I'm not looking forward to all the, you know, Noel pieces that are going to come out of like, oh, Nerland's Noel should play and Carlisle's a joke. and You know, like I'm not looking forward to that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to it's going to surround the team. It's going to surround them um, for a while uh, until, you know, we get to that past December 15th deadline. Um, which that's when Nerlens can be traded, and obviously he has to accept the trade if there is ever a trade. So it's going to be a very unique situation. I was just talking to my dad about it on the way home. As far as the situation with Nerlens hitting free agency, Nerlens wants a up you know, a, you know, a good paycheck this summer, but he controls if he gets traded or not. So it's like you have to think maybe a set down meeting will happen to where they say let's find you a new home bigger, to where you can. Now. Let's figure something out to where we can find you a new home, to where you can play to at least – because coming out, you know, not logging any minutes is not helping your payday at all. No. And you, you know it's sick to it makes him sick to his stomach whenever he thinks back to that, I turned down $17 million a year. <laughs> I mean, and now you're not logging a single minute off the bench.
0: You have, to, has, you have to imagine. Now, I've, I've been on the record saying that Carlisle does not care about your contract you know, during the game, but you have to imagine if he's on the books for that that money, he's gonna be playing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you and you to have imagine. to you have to imagine that Dallas is maybe happy that they didn't. Yeah, um, probably. I would yeah. be. Because you him. know it it's obviously I mean Carlos talking about earning minutes and performance based and different stuff like that. Like and if that's the case, like it's much rather him not playing right now and the situation happening with him expiring than him being on a four-year 7000000 million contract and not playing a single minute.
0: Seriously. It's one thing to have a young player with some upside that is going to try hard, and it's a guy that's going to work for it. It's another thing to have a guy, a young guy on the team that, you know, I don't know, has been in the NBA a little while and is not earning – you know, minutes and not doing the things that Carlisle wants him to do to earn minutes. Like, I I don't know. I had a little change of heart tonight with, with that kind of stuff. You know, if he, if he's really not earning it and like, you're the, you're the second youngest guy on the team, (laughs) you know, you have to go out there, you have to prove yourself. You're, you know, this is a new team. is a veteran team. Uh, If you're not doing that at this point, you know, when you have already had this fire lit under you, when you're not playing, when you play, you know, not a lot of minutes, if he's still not doing stuff, then I don't know. I'm leaning more towards Carlisle, which is weird. I did not expect to be in this position or, uh, you know, going with Carlisle, but I'm leaning yeah, that and way. We,
1: and, and we talked about it some after we, you know, did our instant reaction as far as just. um, It's just fans need to just hold their horses on blaming Carlisle for, for it all and to realize that there might be some things behind the scenes that. Uh, Is taking place for Nerland's not to be gaining those minutes and to not be in favor with Carlisle. So um, it it might not just saying for fans it might not just be um, just performance you know based stuff of what you see on the court. So it's stuff that we're obviously not there and that we just have to keep that in mind before we jump on Carlisle's train with that. That so. being
0: said, still think he should have played tonight. Guys, thank you so much yeah. for listening to the Locked On Mavericks. Follow me at Nick Ben Exit follow Isaac at Isaac Harris NBA. Also, follow my new Twitter handle is Dennis playing. Follow at @isdennisplaying because guys, this season's going to be tough, but follow is Dennis playing and I will tweet every single time, at least, you know, when I can or when I remember to that uh Dennis is playing so you can turn on, you know, however you watch the Mavericks. So, cuz the season's going to be tough, but I'll tweet that out cuz when Dennis plays, man, it is awesome to watch.
1: So fun makes the Maverick season worth it.
0: All right, guys, thank you so much. Peace out. Boom.